it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Welcome to Sales with Sully. Hi, I'm your host, Scott Sullivan. Every week, I bring you helpful techniques and tips to make you a better sales professional right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. As most of you know, I've spent most of my sales career in the energy business, and most recently, for the last couple of decades, I've been working in the solar industry. I have partnered with a gentleman by the name of Mike Walpert, who runs a company called the Solar Marketing Guys, and from time to time... He's nice enough to have me on his show, and we have a conversation about some things in the uh, solar marketing uh, arena, some some things that might be coming up, or some new techniques or skills that sales professionals should know, especially in the solar space. Well, this next seven weeks, we are going to be prepping and putting everything together for one of the largest trade shows in the solar space here in North America. That trade show is SPI, Solar Power International. This year it's going to be in Anaheim, California, and it's going to happen September 24th, 5th, and 6th down in Anaheim in this year, 2018. So the reason why I'm saying that and telling you this this week is because we're going to have another episode of Mike and I talking about the march to SPI, getting ready with the things that are necessary and prepping and planning all the things that we need to do. Now, those of you that are longtime listeners know that Mike and I did this also at InterSolar. So InterSolar is a another conference that happens uh, in San Francisco every year, usually uh, in July. And this particular uh, time was no different, July 10th through the 12th in San Francisco. And we did a couple of shows to get ready for that. So one of the things that I wanted to bring out before we air the show that Mike and I actually did on the Solar Marketing Guys, I want to talk a little bit about the the concept of a of a trade show and the concept of getting ready for that particular event. There's a lot of buzz going on right now for SPI. There's a lot of things happening in the solar industry. There's the tariffs. There's uh, you know new incentive packages. There's the investment tax credit. There's new technology. There's a lot of buzz around storage and putting batteries attached to solar. Uh, not only in California, but other places throughout the United States. So there's a lot going on. And conferences and trade shows can be a very, very helpful place to come and get the latest information about what's going on in your industry. Now, I'm sure if you're a sales professional in any industry, you probably have a annual trade show or a quarterly or even a semi-annual trade show that keeps you up to date and the things that go along with your industry. So what I would suggest is take this information that we're going to be talking about over the next seven weeks, and if you're not in the solar space, then translate as much of that as you can over to what it is that you do and how you do it 
and see if it if some of the techniques and some of the things we talk about actually have a direct transfer. Now, if you're in the solar industry, obviously uh, this will help you get prepared. One of the things that we talked about early, uh, you know, very early on when we started talking about getting ready for a major event like this, was sales coordinating with marketing. And you're going to hear a little bit more about that as uh, Mike Wolpert and I talk on the solar marketing guys. But while we get ready, I want to make an offer for you. I want you to, as a sales professional in the solar industry specifically, if you're getting ready for SPI right now and you have that conversation with your executive management, maybe you are the CEO, maybe you're part of the executive management team, maybe you're the head of marketing, maybe you're part of the sales organization. Have the conversation with the necessary people in your organization to find out what is the ROI, the return on investment that you are, that your company is using to track the success of this particular event at Solar Power International in Anaheim. The reason why that's important, and we're going to talk a lot about that over the next seven weeks in this series uh, that we've started that we're calling the March to Anaheim or the March to SPI, and I like to call it Anaheim or bust. So the reason why I bring that up now and the reason I wanted to talk about it is because too many times we we see these very professional, uh, very well-organized corporations that don't follow the the what I consider to be the proper path in preparing for the trade show. And then they don't have an adequate process for after the trade show. So I'd like to break it down into the three buckets that we're going to talk about today with Mike. And that is everything that happens prior to the event, everything that is happening during the event, and everything that happens after the event or the follow-up. So in the next seven weeks, you're going to hear... Mike and I talk, and I'm going to rebroadcast it here on Sales with Sully. So I hope that you'll stay tuned, hope that you'll tune in with us, and follow us through this journey. If you're in the solar industry, of course, we'd like to make the offer to you to help with whatever planning or uh, process that you need to do to get ready for the show. Uh, reach out to us. Of course, you can always reach me on Twitter at Sales with Sully. And, of course, the uh, www.inspirednewsradio.com. Of course, you can go there and and talk to any of our hosts. Mike Walpert's also there, too, as a host, because he also does a show called Social Jumpstart on the Inspired News Radio. So, I'd like for you to stay tuned, listen in, and then afterwards we'll we'll wrap up again and get prepped for SPI. So without further ado, let me say thanks for tuning in again to Sales with Sully this week. And what you're about to hear now is Mike Walpert and I, Scott Sullivan, on the road to Anaheim, what I call Anaheim or bust, SPI, here we come. Boy, I'll tell you, 
There are good days and there are great days here at the Solar Marketing Guys. And today is shaping up to be a great day because we have my friend, Scott Sullivan. Welcome, Scott. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me again. Hey, good news. I had a second cup of coffee today, so we're going to have one of those conversations. Well, so we're on the clock now, so four minutes from now we'll be done. Excellent. Right. Okay, super good. Hey, listen, <laughs> in a highly caffeinated, overcomplicated way, let's talk about the good news happening in Anaheim and what we can all do to get prepared for it. Well, in good news, I hope you're referring to the Solar Power International, which is the largest trade show that we in the solar industry are all going to be converging on at the end of September. If that's what you're referring to, then yes, that is good news. Oh, that's what I'm referring to. I am. Because we both had some experiences uh, recently, and I want to talk about the, the power of a trade show, the pitfalls of a trade show, and how we turn those trade show dollars into money. Well, it's so funny that you mentioned that, and I'm glad that we're having this conversation today on the on the solar marketing guys, because believe it or not, here we are in 2018, and I had a conversation yesterday with a client, a uh, prospective client, and we're having this conversation, and we're chatting a little bit about SPI, and of course, being the, the consummate sales guy I am, I'm asking if he's going to attend, and can I get on his calendar, and those kind of things, and he says, uh, yes, we are going to attend, but and I said, so what do, you, what do you get out of, you know, going to SPI? What is it your goal? And he said, I don't really know. And I said, you're the CEO of the company and you don't know why you're going to SPI. I said, what was your budget last year? And he said, we spent almost $30,000 all in for SPI. And I said, so how are you measuring that ROI on the $30,000 spent? And he said, that's a great question. Why don't you come down and talk to me about that? <laughs> And so, and, and, anyway, yeah, that's a great question. It is a great question. I'm, I was just shocked that we had CEOs in this era right now in today's age with the analytics, the technology, all the things that we have that people aren't concentrating on the monies that they're spending mm -hmm. and how are they recouping that from a marketing dollar spend. Uh, and I think, I don't think that's the uh, exception. I think there's a lot of people right now listening to us at the, solar marketing guys that are saying, you know what, I'm not really sure what our ROI is and I'm not sure how we're tracking it because they say things like, well, we had 1,500 people show up at the booth and we scanned 1,000 of them or, and we dumped them all into a CRM. Oh, that's all good. But how many of those actually converted? And what was the tracking ratio and all that? I mean, so I think the timing's perfect, Mike. I, I can, I'm excited to be talking to you again today. Well, you, know, you, you make a great point because the CEO who doesn't quite know what his ROI is may be looking at a different set of metrics in his head than the VP of sales who's got a different set of goals and the guy who's in charge of closing deals. So you have three people. One might be looking for thought leadership, for industry prominence, for significance for the company, which is good. The VP of sales is looking at how wide a net can I cast here, right? And the sales guy is probably thinking, want to quote? Want to quote? You know, I mean, and because it's, it's our job as sales guys to actually turn this into money. So I, I think it's really important to understand that people are looking at different things as they judge success. But at the end of the day, if you spent $30,000 on a trade show, it would be really swell to be able to say, and these are the customers, leads, deals, conversations that were generated from that event. 
And it's not about, it's not only about volume. It's about, I believe, it's about how you let people step up, self-select, signal that they're really interested in what you got, and then how do you how do you take care of them during the show, meet with them during the show, start a relationship, and most importantly, what's your follow-up? But so I know that, you've done a ton of shows, so tell me about the planning that goes on. Tell me, give me a, a, a big macro look at, at what goes into a show. Well, that's a good point, Mike, and what you just mentioned is, is I like to break down any event. It doesn't matter if that's an hour event or a week-long event or whatever, but I like to break it down into three buckets. You have everything that happens prior to the event, you have everything that happens during the event, and then you have everything that happens after the event. And I think those three uh, things, those three buckets need to be treated very differently, and they need to be a different skill set, if you will. So you wouldn't take your high-end Japanese car into the bicycle repair shop and say, hey, I'd like to have my car, my car worked on. Right. You, because it just it doesn't fit the skill set. Not that they don't do a great job of fixing bikes, but it just doesn't work for what you're doing uh, you know, when you're asking them to do. So I think the same thing is true. And I love what you said. You, you mentioned earlier that the CEO may have a different set of goals than everyone else. I think that is the key right there you just touched on. And that is first, let's all get aligned. Let's all find out what the goals are. What does the right. CEO expect and what is the goal from the CEO? What is the, the expectation and the goal from the marketing department and from the sales department? And are, in, are they in any way correlated? <laughs> so, so, and if they are, that's great. And if they aren't, what are the th common threads that I can find to be able to satisfy each of those during my planning, during the event, and during the follow-up? Right. Now, and, and for the sales guys who I'm always looking out for, how do we let them take a stand for what really matters? <laughs> exactly. Right? Which exactly. is how many deals can I get in front of? Can I close? So I put a couple bucks in my pocket, fuel the growth of the company and the industry, saving the world, as you say. One roof at a time. There you go. <laughs> so, save the world one roof at a time and one deal at a time. That's one what we deal do. At a time. Let's back up a little bit, if you don't mind, and start sure. with um, making sure that we're solid on our messaging at a trade show, right? Because there's, uh, there's the experience that most people have, which is you go to a trade show, talk to a bunch of people, and I've been to trade shows where I've gotten zero follow-up, except for from the trade show organizers. Well, why are you scanning my badge? Why are you taking my card? What is the goal here? So <laughs> it, setting that aside, we're going to get to that in just a second. But being solid on the messaging, we were just at a, at a, a solar trade show in San Francisco. We were. And there were a few battery companies, weren't there? Mm, like 50. So <laughs> I'm Bob the buyer. I'm at the show looking to make a move, take my company to the next level and get a partnership or become a customer of a battery company, right? There are 50. Guess what they all have? Tech sheets. The yes. question is, <laughs> who in that group is gonna be able to stand out in my head when I get back to the office or in my head when I'm at the show making some decisions or afterwards? What I didn't experience were people who were super fluent in telling me why I should buy their battery 
one sentence over everybody else. We're better than those guys because, bloop. <laughs> and then the three benefits of that to you are A, B, and C. And here are the things that we believe as a company that are going to help you make an emotional decision and not necessarily a logical decision, but we're going to help you make an emotional decision to buy our product or to use us as a partner. And then we're going to give you all the data that you need to back up and shore up that logical decision because your CEO is going to say, hey, Bob, while you were at the show, did you find us a partner to work with in the battery storage division of our solar company? Right. And you may, but that's, that's a killer point. Everybody, look, we're in a technology-focused world and a technology-focused business. And that tends to lead to tech sheet, tech sheet, tech sheet. Quote, quote, quote. I love what you said. Here's a quote. What a quote. What a quote. What a quote, which is akin to going to a bar to meet ladies and standing there going, want to get married? Want to get married? Want to get married? It's uncomfortable, <laughs> awkward, and poor taste. And if you get a yes, it might be very dangerous. So well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remind you of that next time we're in a bar. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, good for the goose, good for the gander. But you just made a really important point about that, about the tech-focused logical buying. That's not the way it works because we are emotional human beings. We make buying decisions based on emotion. So I am way more likely to buy from a guy or a woman who I like, who I know, who I trust, than I am. That is so much weight on the scale of what's the right choice that the technology falls into second place. Now, once yeah. I've made my decision to buy from you, I got to find some information, some data for the logical part of my brain to justify the emotional decision. But make no mistake about it. The decision is made purely on emotional on an emotional level yeah they're not buying from a tech sheet they're buying because so i give the example this is what i what you and i have talked about many times and i give the example all the time if i'm at a trade show and i'm the one you're bob the buyer and i'm the guy standing in the trade show booth and and you hand me your card and you say you know, Scott, hey, send me that data sheet electronically. I don't want to carry it around with me or whatever. And I say, no problem. And I stick your business card in my pile or whatever. And then I never even send it. I don't even bother to follow up. I don't write a note. I don't do anything. Right. I've already eroded whatever trust or rapport we've already built because I've already showed you that I don't do what I say I'm going to do. My first I'm already... I'm already digging a hole and you know, like the famous people once said, if you want to stop digging or if you want to get out of the hole, stop digging. (laughs) Well, it's right. That's a really important moment of truth or consequences. I'm selling to you based on trust and everything surrounding that. right? Right. So the first interaction that we have can't fall apart. I can't drop the ball. Otherwise I drop the ball forever. Exactly. And in decades of going to trade shows and events and networking stuff and this and that, I can say safely that the vast number of people you meet and exchange cards with at a trade show are never going to follow up. You're never going to hear from them. You'd be better off meeting a stranger in the street. I don't know why that is. I don't either. I don't either because it's not in our DNA. You and I... Obviously, I mean, I've already done my follow-up from the trade show that we were just in in San Francisco. I sent out uh, 80 personalized emails to those contacts that I made notes on on the card. I've already made multiple phone calls. 
But see, where you're talking about now is where I need to be. Doing a follow-up is better than not doing a follow-up. Doing a follow-up that's automated is better than not doing a follow-up by hand. <laughs> so so there's, right. there's technology available today that I should be utilizing and drink my own Kool-Aid. I no, should be doing that right now. And that automation, that marketing automation is just a system. And the system, you, look, you can either get a, an email from somebody at a trade show that says, dear friend, how <laughs> terrific it was to meet you. Or you can get an email that says, hey, Scott, great running into you at SPI in Anaheim in September. It was really terrific. Or even better, here's what happens so infrequently that it sticks out like little Roman candle skyrockets in my head. It's day one. One guy did this to me at the last show. It's day one. Usually it's the meet and greet cocktails. Everyone's loose. Nobody's quite in trade show mode yet. Exchanging cards. That's when the most cards get exchanged because everyone's got a fresh stack. It's like, yeah, here's a card. Here's a card. Got a card. Here's a card. People are like doing the old two finger switch. You know who gets the most attention is the guy who reaches out to me that night. I got an email. Hey, Mike, great meeting you at Nico Johnson's Suncast event. Remember, we went to the cocktail party for Nico Johnson, and I met a guy. Immediately follow up. That night, I get home. I'm sitting in front of my laptop. Well, what's the experience of the guy who's sitting in his hotel room? Exactly. Wow. Hey, that guy is on his stuff. Who do you want to buy from? You want to buy from somebody who's on his stuff. That guy exactly. says he's going to follow up. Who, who do you want to, you know? So following up ever is a plus. Following up ever personalized is two pluses. Following up quickly is three pluses. And following up in real time is the win. Right? With automation, yes. With automation. Where, you have, you, where you have a system in place. That's, right. That is the real, the real gem here that we're talking about. So I, I agree with you. Everything you've just said, I am 100% in agreement with. I think that's, that's the message here. The message is that if you're a vice president of sales, if you're head of marketing, if you're CEO or an executive at a company right now in the solar industry, you're going to have a trade show booth. You're going to go to SPI and you're going to spend tens and or hundreds of thousands of dollars all in travel, expenses, booth, the booth space, all of the marketing, everything else. And you just want a gut check to make sure that you have thought of all these things that your marketing department is not getting a little complacent because you've been doing it the same for 30 years Maybe there's just a time, maybe this is the time that you very, you know, without any finger pointing, you just give us a call. Say, hey, Scott, I just wanted to take a look at kind of what we're doing. Get a fresh set of eyes. Make sure that what we're doing is, you know, giving us the maximum ROI. Maybe you don't have a tracking system or a way of tracking ROI for this SPI booth. Maybe that's the, what the goal is. Maybe you call us up and say, hey, guys, we want to get fully engaged with you because we really want to know out of the $30,000 we're spending this year, what are we going to get back from it? And is it a good – are the goals that we have the real reason to be here? And if we really are going, what are we going to get out of it? Are we going to recoup any of the costs? Is it sunk cost? Is it marketing? Because somewhere that comes out of margin, right? It comes right. out of margin. Yep. And, and you, you, make a, you make a great point. Look, n- nobody's going to a trade show with no plan. 
I mean, that, <laughs> right. would be, that would be insulting and silly for us to say. But it could be even better if one of my favorite frames for training and business analysis that I got from you <laughs> it, look, we're doing this thing and it's pretty okay. It would be even better if, and then you start looking at it. And that's what, uh, if I'm hearing you right, that's what you're open to talking to people about. I'm open to talking to people about. That. Absolutely. Every What's day. Your plan? Every day. Right. What's your plan for SPI? What are the pieces of your plan? How does it tie together? What content are you thinking of using? Okay. Awesome. Have you thought about it? doing a b or c it would be even better if you added these elements because look look the, the job of marketing or the job of, uh, of well the job of any marketing but especially the job of trade show marketing especially solar trade show marketing is to hook them in right just to, to hook them in you're meeting suspects you want to you want to determine who's a prospect you want to hook them in the thing that people are really missing out on is a simple video that tells your story. A simple video that lays out your value proposition, A, B, C, nice and easy, right? Because video is the bait on the hook. And you can send all the emails you want. You could put out all the check sheet, all the tech sheets you want. But when confronted with a, 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 a page of, of, of paper, ah, I can't read all that. You know what I can read? The play button on the video. Uh, you exactly. Know press, press here. Press here. It's irresistible. So you've got to grab attention. And in that moment of grabbing attention, especially at a trade show, you're not convincing me to buy from you. You no. first have to convince me to pay attention to your value proposition and give you a little brain power to put you in the mix. Now remember, wait, I'm going to interrupt you right there. The, what you're trying to do, people buy from people they know, like, and trust. So right now, you're building that no, here's who I am. Right. I'm doing what I say I do, which means I'm building trust. Right. Now, I love the fact that you're talking about a video. Now, I'm hoping, and I think I know you well enough to know the answer to this question, but I don't think this is a 30 or 40 minute video that you just sent to me on email, is it? Oh, dear Lord, no. In fact, what I want to talk about, if we uh, have a few minutes left, maybe five minutes or so, uh, is, how to, is, is the art of a simple video. Most, uh, 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 there's something referred to as a video sales letter. So yeah. before you call a video production crew, before you decide to make a commercial <laughs> or a training video and drop 10 grand on producers and lighters and sound and editing and all that, create a video sales letter. A video sales letter is nothing more than text and images and a narration. So you've seen them. They're, a lot of times now they become hand-drawn animations. Those are pretty easy to have produced. Or it's just words that appear on the screen because it's very engaging and people are willing to listen to it. It gives you the opportunity in a minute or two minutes or three minutes if you're really interesting, and I don't think anyone's really interesting enough to be four minutes. No. I know because I've produced four minute videos about myself and they are yawners. Um, <laughs> but back on track. Yes, back on track. What if you had a little two minute video that cleanly, neatly, and simply in an elegant way that was word based, nothing fancy, just laid out what you do. Hey, we do this thing for these people. So they get this result. 
we're the best choice out of all the others because of blank. The three benefits to you are boop, 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 boop. We love doing business with people we know, like, and trust. If you feel like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the call to action isn't buy, 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 Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The, the call to action is, I hope this was helpful. I'd love right. to help you make the right decision so you can make more money. Why don't you give me a call and we can connect? So now, what we believe, wait a minute. So what we believe is that if we help you put more solar on more roofs and make more money, that you will help save this planet. And in the process of that, we might make a little bit too, or we might insert ourselves in the revenue stream. But the goal is not to sell you something. The goal is to help you be more successful. And if that's the case, you should probably give us a call. And if not, hey, thanks for watching. And if you got to grab them in that first 30 seconds, because how many times have we seen on our device a video pop up in the first 30 seconds, it catches your attention, yes. and you end up yes. staying on there for two minutes. Yes, exactly. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be complicated, but it has to be part of what you do, right? right. Imagine, you do, imagine you're able to use that video instantly. Oh, so we're at a trade show. We had a nice conversation. You say to me, hey, Mike, that sounds great. Here's my card. Let's follow up. Scott, I have a little one-minute video that I made that really outlines what we just talked about. May I text it to you? Oh, sure. Sure. Okay. Exactly. What's your phone number? Let me put you in my phone. Let me text you a link. Boom. You have a link. You know what we have? We now have a relationship that has become a little bit more personal than email because now you're in Exactly. Exactly. So, um, and I had given you something of value, and therefore, I'm using the art and science of sales. I'm using the art of I'm able to reach across and shake your hand and build rapport instantly because we're at a trade show. So I have about 30 seconds to grab your attention. I started with a big smile. Hey, hi, Bob, the buyer. I'm so <laughs> glad you're here. What are you looking for today? How, what can I help you with? Well, how can I be a resource for you? Uh, my boss has got me interested in trying to find a battery partner. Well, that is really great because you know what? We are looking for partners. Right. <laughs> Let me send you my one minute video, you know, whatever that happens to be, but I understand. Now let's go to that. Now what you're saying is, and now this is where your side of the coin is a lot more important than mine. Can that be automated or do I have to, is there a functionality where I have to now step away and I have to go spend five minutes finding the video and sending it to him? Cause I don't want to, I don't want to lose that FaceTime with Bob the buyer. So how does that, how does that work? Well, that, that, that's, that is, the secret in, in the sauce, I think. It can be done. Everything can be done manually. And the more manual stuff that you do, the more balls get dropped, the more things get forgotten. But with some simple, in varying degrees, simple levels of automation, meaning the ability to send an email with a prospect's name at a certain time about a thing with a link to a video and know what their response is. That, that's basic marketing automation and it's a system you should have in your business. Take it a step further. You can actually have that link. Oh, let, me, let, me, let me take a minute, a little personal time with you, Scott, here. Let me put you right in my phone. Do, 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 do. We're now having a little bit better connection than we were just a minute ago because we have our phones. The most dear item in the world to us is our precious little phone. If I give you access to my phone, you're somebody, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> it's, it's, it's sweet. Um, so imagine you have a system in place where you sent that text to Bob the buyer and that triggers an automation. Now he gets an email tonight. Bob, great. Oh, got you. you got okay. All right. So that was the entry point. So I built a good rapport with Bob. I'm talking about anything else but batteries. I mean, because that's what we're doing. We're building, we're getting to know each other. We're building trust. Right. So we're not even talking about batteries right now. We're talking about the emotional connection that we're right. making at a trade show. Oh my gosh, my feet are hurting. How are you doing carrying all that stuff around? You know, all, you know, all the things you talk about at a trade show. Sure. And, and then he gets the text with the one minute video that just puts it all into a succinct. He watch, he's watching it. Literally, he's walking towards my competitor. Right. Then, and then tonight, he gets a follow-up email and says, hey, Bob, it was really great meeting you today at SP. Oh, my gosh. I just want to make sure I have your contact info. I just want to stay in touch. I, and most importantly, I want to make sure you have every bit of information necessary to solve your problem. Because what, right? We're not, coming, we're not coming on a lark. Hey, I'm at a trade show. Maybe I can yeah. figure out a battery solution, which the industry has been struggling with for years. Today is the day I'm going to make it up on my own. No. I ah. have a problem. And the first person that, that, that teaches me a solution is probably going to get my business. Also, to, to rewind just a second on something you said a few minutes ago, imagine you take it a step further. Imagine you just said, we're not in it just to sell you a thing. We're in it to partner with you to change the world through one roof at a time, putting solar, right? Right. What if, what if that was really how you operated? What if you really were looking out for your customers? What if part of the email automation that you're sending them, the marketing campaign, the drip campaign, a lot of people call it. What if you're following up with Bob the buyer and what you're teaching him is all about the solution in general, everything he needs to know about batteries, why this is better than this, and how your solution is perfect. You're in the education business. But if your focus is helping Bob sell more product instead of buy more product, you're going to be probably the first equipment manufacturer that has proven that you give a you-know-what about his business. Exactly. Everybody wants to tell me how to sell their thing. <laughs> uh, we go to a trade show and the guy that sells the nuts and the bolts and the racking and the BOS, he wants to tell you how you're, he's going to sell, you're going to buy more of his stuff because it's the best stuff. Well, you know what? He doesn't care. What we care about is who's going to help me meet more prospects, close more deals, put more solar on roofs. So I can see, I've already got the vision. I now have my next one minute or two minute video from the CEO of our company saying, this is what we believe. This is what we as a culture from our corporate culture is now trying to say to you. And that is, we want to help you get more solar on more roofs. And hopefully right. some of those will have storage. And if they don't, that's great. You still are going to be successful because right. we're going to help you achieve your goal, which is to sell more solar to more roofs. And that I is a real it. partnership. I love it. I absolutely love it. Listen, I'm going to wrap this thing up in a, in yes. a tight little knot and a bow for us because we are running out, of, desperately running out of time. First of all, again, as always, thank you very much for having me as a guest on 
the solar marketing guys. I love partnering with you. I love being part of your value proposition and I love working with you. So that's, I thank you very much for that. But let's talk about it today just in summary. If you're doing an event, if you're going to any size of event, doesn't matter what, there are three buckets, the before, the during, and after. Mm -hmm. What we today talked about was a macro level of all of those. We'd like to dig in deep on each one of those sections, right? So next time we get together, we'll talk about maybe just the follow-up. You don't want to be this guy, right? Do you have one of these, Mike? Do you have a stack of business cards playing around <laughs> that you haven't followed up on? Or, or maybe you when your you desk? To, when you go to a show and you wind up with a stack of business cards like this, <laughs> or perhaps, I'm so glad you mentioned this, perhaps you're the kind of guy that has a special box for all the stuff you never followed up on. Is that maybe, so you can hide them all away to hide the shame? Maybe, Are you hiding the shame, Mike? <laughs> yeah, maybe you neatly wrap them in events that you went to and never followed up with anybody. Maybe use different color clips to differentiate. Um, don't, don't do that. Don't be that guy. Don't, don't be that guy. Don't be, don't be the Mike Wolpert. <laughs> it's so critical to do that. It's so easy to do that. You want to always be thinking, how many leads did I get? How many leads did I drop? How much money is that costing me? And Scott, tell me about, tell me a solution. Can I call you and get some help? Absolutely. Anytime <laughs> you can, you obviously can reach me on Twitter at sales with Sully all the time, anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, the at sign sales with Sully. I'm always there. You can find us on the web. Uh, of course, at solarmarketingguys.com. Uh, you can leave us a message. You can, you know, I'm on LinkedIn. You can, I tell people all the time, it's real, real, real easy to find me on LinkedIn and friend me on Facebook. So it's real easy. Find right. me on LinkedIn, friend me on, on Facebook. Uh, Mike and I are, are joined. At the, but text message, you, you're, you're, you're an easy to find guy. I am. I, my phone number is plastered all over my LinkedIn, all over my Twitter, everything else. I, I keep my uh, cell phone with me almost all the time. So uh, feel free to call me. Put our cell phones right underneath here. That's and, excellent. So, but here's the offer, right? Call and either one of us, I'd say call Scott, either oh, one no. of us <laughs> will help Thanks, you just get a gut check, right? I mean, yeah. just... You know, yeah, we take on some clients during the course of the year. That's not exactly about this. Yes, we are kind of drinking our own Kool-Aid here because we are really committed to the world of solar. We are. We both have it on our roofs and we're both super happy and we're both part of this and you are too. So, Scott, you are an easy guy to find for anybody who's on the way to SPR, wants to find out, hey, this is what I got. I think it might be even better if. Even better if is a great thing. No judgment. So even better if. Remember, stay tuned for the next four or five episodes because we're going to dig into each one of those buckets in depth. We're going to talk about those. We are on the march to SPI. We will see you at SPI. If you're watching this video right now, even if you don't need our services, even if you don't want us to talk to us, even if you don't even care about us at all, send us a text and let us know you're going to SPI. I'd still love to shake your hand and say thank you for being a follower, a listener, a watcher of the Solar Marketing Guys. 
We'd like to thank you, and we love your input. Anytime, send us your input. But we're on the march to SPI, Anaheim, here we come. Thanks again, Mike, for having me. I really appreciate it. Right on, Scott Sullivan. I'll see you next time on The Solar Marketing Guys. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully. Hashtag INR and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening and see you next week.